uh, you know around 2000 uh, when dot uh, com you know sort of uh, uh, now it's easier to say bubble but you know dot com birth started uh, so those days pwc came with a very interesting model for uh, you know e business so they wanted to mm-hmm. distinguish uh, e commerce from e business you know e commerce essentially was just buying and selling online uh, whereas mm-hmm. e business uh, you know is incorporation of you know all uh, net based technologies which is now sort of getting replaced by uh, digital technologies uh, you know incorporation of all net based technologies uh, so that you know you can become uh, or you you are uh, fit to operate in a uh, e business environment okay and they they talked about the evolution uh, uh, you know in four phases okay mm-hmm. first phase was pure presence so uh, you know organizations uh, came on to the internet and you know established uh, initially static websites then of course more dynamic websites etc etc uh, so but they were largely content driven so that means you know it was a monologue by organizations talking and sharing you know what they were what their product and services were you know and uh, uh, giving that information to you know various stakeholders customers vendors investors you know, everybody so that was first uh, the presence second was uh, you know transaction so essentially gradually you know you started exposing your internal systems so for example customers could track uh, one example could be customer could track the deliveries customer could track uh, 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 the status of their uh, service requests etc etc so that was next phase it was uh, sort of uh, you know one level above uh, the presence then of course e-commerce where uh, uh, you know actual buy and sell transactions could take place online integrated with backends you know communicating to you uh, at the time of purchase what the delivery dates for your you know for example if you are buying a good then what those uh, could be okay for of course uh, financial services it could be their buying and buying of their products etc etc and then fourth would be uh, you know integration where they talked about integration of supply chains across um, uh, you know uh, across and beyond the boundaries of organization so you know it would be they had envisaged that you know that it would be supply chains that would compete against each other rather than you know just the uh, the front end organization which is you know ultimately selling it to to the consumer so mm-hmm. you know in terms of so if you were to extrapolate this to um, you know this model to digi- digital transformation uh, you know i mean do you think organizations can really say that okay these are the four stages of or three stages of my digital transformation and um, you know this is how i could assess uh, you know our uh, progress okay in terms of so i mean do you think we can come up with these kind of distinct stages within the process of uh, organizations digital transformation journey uh see there are various ways of uh, i mean as people as radium says skinning the cat right but uh, you, you can say okay let me first make my uh, back end more modern more uh, amenable for the front ends uh, then do the front ends which will give a better experience to the users uh, you know and then go to my 
people outside the organization, which is basically the suppliers and the uh, entire supply chain, as you mentioned. So <coughs> it, it could be in that aspect, or we could say product wise, or we could say customer segment wise, whatever. So, but yes, uh, an organization has to, first of all, bring in a mindset of being digital. Okay. If we live in a world where we say, um, you know, just to give an example, I'll carry only cash in my wallet. I'm not bothered about uh, ATMs. I'm not bothered about, uh, you know, mobile apps or wallets or whatever. Uh, I mean, then, then you can't do anything about it, right? I mean, then uh, that's, that's one way of looking at life. Uh, the moment you say you want to be digital, it's a mindset change. Digitalization leads to democratization of information, leads to 24 by 7 uh, scrutiny and transparency. You are being judged, you are being monitored by your customers, by your uh, supply chain participants, by your competitors, by your regulators, everybody. You are in the public eye all the time. And that's a mindset change. That's the first thing to note. The second thing to, so, so there is, I mean, so it's, it's a huge change because what would happen earlier is if you had a transaction, you had time to look at, to, to, you know, to rectify, to do things. That's one. The second thing you had was, uh, if there was a bad experience, it would be confined to one area. It would not be, you know, I mean, broadcast across the world. Today, you know, I mean, I, I can tell you that if uh, if one vehicle breaks down somewhere in one part of the country, the CEO of the automobile company gets a message on his LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever. True. So it's, it's, it's come to that stage. So people have to realize that there is an impact. You have to be prepared as an organization for the for this impact. Your customers are empowered. Your partners are empowered. Everybody is empowered to look at your performance. Every, I mean, and there's enough information. There's enough transparency. So you, you have to be prepared for that. That's the first thing. The second thing is you have to review your strategy very carefully because this has an impact on everything. Your processes, your skills to implement the processes, your ability to, uh, you know, review, revamp your products and services everything you know i mean you 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 can't say that uh, you know i'm i'm going to sell this product for this amount in the northeast i'll do the uh, uh, you know uh, some slight variation and sell something in the south okay it doesn't work information is available to everybody okay so we have to realize that your product strategy your distribution strategy your um, you know customer uh, servicing mechanisms, your entire, uh, you know, supply chain, everything gets impacted by this digital technology. Okay. So this mindset has to come in. You need to be prepared to invest in skills upgradation, technology upgradation, process re-engineering. All of them have to happen. Your controls have to change. Your security, your risk posture has to change. Because the more technology you bring in, it brings in technology-related risks. Okay, it doesn't mean that you know somebody is going to just uh, attack you immediately, but uh, you have to be prepared for those. 
controls, the audits, the uh, you know the standards, all those have to be ready. So there's a huge change. It's it's no longer the same. It and all these keep on getting obsolete. You have to keep on upgrading yourself. You have to keep on reviewing these things. All that will happen. So it is a fundamental shift for the organization, and the organizations have to be. uh you know prepared right from the top till the bottom to embrace these changes correct correct in fact uh, you know uh, again i had a wonderful uh, you know case uh, to share or example to share when uh, you know one of my previous organizations okay um, we brought in uh, mobile based mobile tablet based sales okay uh, in fact probably we were the first ones to uh, launch uh, definitely within insurance uh, mm-hmm. and um, probably first in india also and that was a massive massive change you know in terms of mindsets because uh, no agent okay or no sales person in insurance ever uh, you know wanted to enter customer data uh, whereas over the last and this happened in 2000 12 or 13 and over the last nine, now 8 9 years probably insurance companies now get 90% of you know their applications data entered by uh, you know fleet on street at that point in just i mean those days you know we had to of course introduce incentives for you know sales team so that they they were willing to enter that data but of course we we, we the other advantage that you know we saved the cost of data entry by um, uh, the bpo service provider i think probably that section of the bpo business was skilled once you know tablet based sales became uh, uh, common place within insurance industry so that was uh, uh, you know one change another interesting change was uh, you know for uh, you know obtaining customer signature you know it it had mm-hmm. to be so the pre- the prevalent one and in, in fact the legal mode was also to get wet signatures you know then of course this brought about a change in terms of bringing um, uh, you know signature through fingers and those days tablets were new customers had mm-hmm. no experience of using uh, bulk of customers had no experience of using you know smartphones so even customers had to you know change uh so and of course across uh, you know the uh the chain of processes you know people had to uh processes had to be integrated uh, people had to change their mindsets our risk and compliance <laughs> officer who was a very conservative guy and very nice guy but he was so much concerned about uh, you know uh, the various risks that would arise out of you know this kind of process Uh, but now you know over next 10 years this has become a norm now you know i mean verification calls yeah. welcome call so a lot of changes uh, yeah. uh, have happened but again as you said you know i mean it was a sort of a transformative project in terms of you know uh, uh, bringing about a digital change bring bringing about a giving a completely different experience to the uh, uh, to the customer but that wouldn't have been mm. possible you know uh if um, the change wasn't accepted 
both within and outside the organization. In fact, regulator also, you know, accepted and gave us, uh, uh, you know, okay for uh, the finger signatures rather than wet signature. So it was a you. I mean, so sometimes you know these uh, digital transformation initiatives uh, go beyond the boundaries. It is cultural change, not only for uh, the uh, the you know people within the company, but also you know uh, entities beyond. Uh, uh, the company, so, so I mean, so a lot of takeaways from our uh, today's discussion. So we've covered so far, uh, Guru. Essentially, you know, what is digital transformation? We have covered few good examples of you know how uh, digital trans uh, transformation, uh, you know, have impacted, uh, you know, those organizations, those customers in in terms of their uh, services and services and. Uh, uh, you know, uh, deliveries, and then digital transformation is just you know not just one-off project. Uh, in fact, it is not um, uh, one initiative involving certain people, but you know, it's all involving everybody, changing the mindset, culture, uh, etc. I think we should also look at uh, you know, a uh, lot of times what happens is when people talk, you know, about digital businesses, okay. People um, talk about um, uh, you know mostly startups, okay? Mm. Whether mm. it is fintechs, techs, you know, edtechs, etc., etc. So uh, you know, how would you look at you know differentiate digital transformation, okay? Um, or or let's say an environment where the conventional brick and Modern companies are competing with, uh, you know, uh, the the tech startups. Okay, hmm. so hmm. Uh, so, I mean, is it is it an element of uh, the digital as we are, uh, since the theme of our dialogues is uh, de uh, decluttering the digital. So you know hmm. how how we can sort of compare the two or, you know, look look at uh, both these two uh, you know spectrums of businesses you know uh, through the dimension of digital sure see uh, when it comes to startups <coughs> certainly i mean it's not a transformation because they start digitally okay yeah. so so that's that's the difference for them uh, and the brick and mortar uh, organizations have to embrace digital um, at the same time the brick and mortar companies had or the the incumbents i should say rather than just calling them brick and mortar the incumbents have and have had the uh, advantages of a track record i mean a, a huge brand name a, a customer franchise uh, product and process uh, and uh, service uh, skills all that right so what they do not or what they did not have was this um, ability to leverage technology easily uh, which is okay. I mean, uh, that's that's one area which they, the incumbents needed to work on. Whereas the startups uh, had the ability to do that, and uh, they had the skills. They, I mean, they they had the ability to, um, as we call it, you know, I mean, uh, do a lot of experiments and fail, fail fast, kind of a situation. The uh, so so it, you know, the the ideal situation would be where both these types of organizations um, you know work with each other in the right way uh, 
so that's that's one thing the uh, other factor is that it is not necessary that in all situations startups and incumbents are working in the same space they could be incumbents could be in a totally new space they may be defining a new space totally okay it, they, they may not necessarily be defining a, a an existing one uh, now i mean all the digital payments that have happened right there was no digital money earlier it was npci which brought out the digital payments it was the uh, app companies which are leveraging on the npci platforms and working on those so uh, they need not i mean or they were not competing with somebody yes i mean in the traditional sense they were competing with the banks but um, i i mean i would say that you know it's a new offering it's a new uh, value that the uh, you know that the customer is enjoying and hence uh, you know if necessary willing to pay for it so i would say that startups are essential for new ideas new offerings uh, even new technologies purely i mean there are some people who are focused on only say blockchain or only um, you know on ar um, you know ar related uh, implementations so that's okay but uh, the offerings can be totally in a new space uh, you know blue ocean kind of an environment or they could tie up with the incumbents in a red ocean and try to make it a, a better uh, situation for both so i mean i would say that both types of players uh, can uh, exist in the uh, in in the environment and they have their own advantages and uh, but sometimes you know i, I think that it... sorry sorry please complete your no no i was just saying that i don't think there is a direct answer on who can succeed in the long term and who cannot no and then you know sometimes i think we tend to uh, glorify startups a lot in fact you know recently i was just having a conversation with uh, one of uh, uh, an insurance industry colleagues and uh, he was impressed with you know with his motor insurance policy that he bought bought from a uh, you know a new insurer who's completely uh, digital okay uh, i mean in my opinion you know if uh, india first you know uh, 10 years back you know if if we had an opportunity uh, then you know uh, or let's say digital transformation those days i mean nobody called it first of all digital transformation digital, yeah. or you know digital di uh, fintech or insurtech business but essentially india first was largely a Uh, you know, while we sold our products through Banka, uh, you know, it, it was a largely a, a a digital business model. Okay, the way I look at it, uh, uh, you know, now. So sometimes we, you know, tend to glorify uh, these, uh, you know, new ventures, and we tend to also um, sort of uh, demean, you know, the conventional incumbents. Uh, hmm. uh, you know, by saying that oh, they have to go through digital transformation to compete with uh, you know uh, fintechs uh, and insurtechs or you know whatever techs of this world. In fact, they have a lot of advantage. They have a lot of you know both mind and muscle, you know, yeah. to innovate and um, you know compete with uh, uh, fintech. I mean, let's say uh, the uh, these these startups. Okay. Uh, so so yeah so that's that's uh, that's the uh, you know one debate that keeps uh, 
keeps going on. Yeah, uh, something now, which is uh, very visible to the users becomes glorified. You know, I mean, if you see an app, if you see, a, uh, you know, an immediate uh, uh, gratification that becomes, uh, um, you know, glamorized or glorified. Uh, the mathematics behind it, the uh, deeper principles behind it, uh, you know, that needs to be looked at. I mean, what is sustainable? Is that an advantage? Is it, um, you know, is it something which is adding value? Is uh, is there a cost benefit analysis? All those need to be considered when we uh, talk about something which is, you know, uh, no, otherwise and, and it becomes just a gimmick. What has happened with, you know, large, uh, uh, I mean, startups in fact have gone ahead and some of them also uh, got listed okay ultimately you know people are realizing that probably you know in certain cases of course in certain cases 100% digital business model is going to be feasible but in certain cases 100% digital model is not going to be feasible and um, uh, you know practical okay so mm. the new word of course that is coming in is i mean it's no longer a new word it's been around for quite some time but people are referring to you know digital now okay so a combination of uh, you know physical and uh, digital business model so again uh, obviously uh, you know the incumbents okay uh, have lot of advantage there of strong uh, you know physical presence and you know by bringing in uh, the digital um, i mean bringing in the uh, change and you know speed uh, and you know then deploying digital solutions okay to uh, for their customers uh, is obviously going to give them advantage we, i i i personally see that there is going to be a lot of uh, acquisition of uh, you know startups by uh, large uh, larger you know uh, physical or you know the incumbent players okay Uh, to consolidate their position uh, especially considering that you know in the next uh, you know 20 18 12 to 18 months we are going to see a very challenging times okay at least in developed economies so let's see what happens in developed economies particularly you know this play between the startups and uh, the incumbents uh, probably india could still be uh, a very thriving place for uh you know startups considering uh, the uh, state of indian economy